Dearly departed, we are gathered here to welcome you to Mercy Podcast, Episode 7. An episode that by some ill omen falls on a weekend of evil stalking the earth. Of the devil and his minions being uncaged. Of terror driven into the hearts of men. Of Halloween. 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 It's a Mercy Halloween podcast. It's a Mercy Halloween. It's the Mercy Halloween podcast. It's a Mercy Halloween. It's the Mercy Halloween podcast. It's a Mercy Halloween. It's the Mercy Halloween podcast. It's a Mercy Halloween. It's the Mercy Halloween podcast. It's a Mercy Halloween. It's the Mercy Halloween podcast. It's a Mercy Halloween. It's the Mercy Halloween podcast. It's a Mercy Halloween. It's the Mercy Halloween podcast. It's a Mercy Halloween. Hello and welcome to Mercy Podcast Episode 7. We're not really uh, that Halloween themed this week. Uh, we're still all about art and music and poetry and such, but we thought it would be wrong to leave the occasion unmarked in some way. I've probably ruined the theme from John Carpenter's Halloween film there for, for many people. Originally, uh, I was going to open with this. <laughs> which is the Riga Dance Orchestra doing a song called I'm a Jazz Vampire, recorded in 1920. An appropriate name for this time of year, but felt a, a little too upbeat in the end to use. Perhaps we'll play it at some other time in the future. Uh, it's an instrumental, by the way. There is a version with lyrics, though, recorded by Marion Harris, also in 1920, that explains exactly what a jazz vampire is, including them having the power to sink ships just by shrugging their shoulders and uh, the power to make elevators fly out the top of buildings just by looking at them, um, which I think beats Dracula's trick of turning into a bat, hands down, any day. Anyway. Time to move on to other matters. Just when we think we've got our head around the Liverpool Biennial, which is now about to enter its final month, it goes and does something quite unexpected, and not in a good way either. This week, for example, they unveiled an official biennial car, uh, a Mitsubishi Lancer Evolution to be precise, a rally car painted white with go faster red trim and covered in the logos of the biennial and its partners, Open Eye Gallery, Tate Liverpool and so on. Now, I'm struggling to see the point of this. It works as a piece of advertising in the fact that the car itself, a rather souped up number with rear spoilers, will definitely turn a few heads. But the funny thing is they're putting the car across as a work of art. Uh, the name of the artist they've commissioned to design the branding on the car is Daisy Delaney, an artist who, and I quote, works in a way that forces us to reconsider everyday actions and their underlying meaning. Or so the biennial tells us. Well, importing a rally car from Japan isn't exactly an everyday action, but it's clearly got us considering its underlying meaning, so we have to give that to them. Still, I think the biennial know themselves that this, as a piece of conceptual art, falls a little flat, so they rally, if you'll forgive the pun, they rally some other arty-sounding quotes around the project to give it some weight. Here's one to try on your traffic warden. Uh, what is a car if not a piece of travelling sculpture, they say. That's 
Bruno Minari there quoting, the late Italian artist and designer. Overall though, regardless of the quotes, it feels a bit a bit flippant as a work of art. The car as an object has so many other effects on the world, from oil consumption to congestion to creating advances in engineering, that just decorating one with some brightly coloured stickers seems to miss the point a little. Best case scenario, petrol heads and boy racers will be inspired to visit the biennial, uh, but we'll have to wait and see if gallery attendants report an increase of visitors smelling vaguely of engine oil. Now a quick song from Sound of Rum, who will be playing at the co-op in Liverpool on Saturday, October the 30th. Kids want to be kings They don't see that kindness is courage Or that sympathy sings Much louder than violence They are bitter and drained Eyes of ice stare from figures of flame They puff-chested, restless, nameless They carry their pain To the point of being painless These numb ones, young ones New latchkeys of London Soaking up the humdrum That makes them want to run from The state they're in Powerless, penniless, feathers clipped Find eagles' wings in the derelict Brotherhood of gang life that bang bang life the shouts louder than a sarcastic teacher clapping hands twice staring down a frightened nose they learn that respect comes from strike and oppose that demands it but we know respect and fear are not compatible a long way from battle they don't play they let daggers fall from blood-soaked fingers while their siblings lie bleeding in hallways dead but like wisdom has always said blood begets blood and keeps spilling so the pavement sustained and our hearts agree be kings but there ain't no royalty left because round here the sirens and screams flow on the wind and even the street shudders afraid of our footsteps round here cannibal kids want to be kings but there ain't no royalty left because round here the sirens and screams flow on the wind and even the street shudders even the street even the Paranoid panic is seeping through the granite of the breeze blocks Turning our cities into sheep flocks I pity those whose knees knock Victims of the media machine Poor souls who've forgotten how to dream See, cutthroat mentalities encouraged in business They tell you that to be successful Gotta step on some necks So big money is made through that corporate pursuit They're selling water and they're jailing kids For selling couple zoos Now we were born into blood-soaked Cities of industry informed of the savagery Infamy, barbarity of history Controlled and contrived, depressed, detested Stressed out and vexed It's a message we've been fed So we can propagate their system of division Inhibition, viciousness and contradiction Suckled on the mill the day sour Told the future was ours And then disemboweled and disempowered We 
From Halloween horror to urban nightmare, kind of fitting in a way. Uh, that was Cannibal Kids by Sound of Rum. They are playing at the Co-op in Liverpool on Saturday, October the 30th. So please come down if you're in the area. If you're further afield, though, uh, you can catch them in Bristol on October 29th. That's Friday, the day this episode of the podcast is released. So hopefully if you're in Bristol, we've notified you in time. Um, they're also playing on November the 5th, Guy Fawkes Night at the Eden Project. And then... They're doing three dates in Ireland in early November, Dublin, Galway and Mullingar. Uh, check their MySpace for more details. It is myspace.com forward slash Sound of Rum band. Kate Tempest, the Sound of Rum vocalist, is a poet in her own right. And she's also got a MySpace. You can listen to her stuff at myspace.com forward slash Kate Tempest words. Orders from the top brass. Play it all, never skip past. It's the Mercy Podcast. Orders from the top brass. Play it all, never skip past. It's the Mercy Podcast. Orders from the top brass. Play it all, never skip past. It's the Mercy Podcast. Orders from the top brass. Play it all, never skip past. It's the Mercy, 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 Mercy. Right, now, other stuff on at the co-op in Liverpool to look out for before I forget to mention it. Uh, there's an exhibition which opened on Wednesday, October 27th by Sam Meach and Katie Mason. Individual pieces by both of those artists, uh, mucking around with video projections and the like. And uh, includes a, a mausoleum-like structure made of old VHS tapes. That's on until Sunday, the 31st of October, Halloween. Um, I mentioned this in a previous podcast, but... Sam has also made a film called Noah's Ark that will be screening in Preston on November the 2nd and uh, at the co-op in Liverpool on November the 4th along with a film by Jenna Collins. Um, Sam's film will be accompanied by music by Carl Brown from Wave Machines, it's a really good Liverpool band, and poetry by Mercy's own Nathan Jones. If you can't make it to the gig, please visit Sam's website, Luden dot co dot uk l u d e n dot co dot uk there are some extraordinary films on there including video shot at previous mercy events poetry uh, liverpool band the universal uh, new film built out of archive footage and all the other projects he's he's involved in of which there are many in fact um, i'll say it again luden dot co dot uk if you take one thing away from this podcast it should be visiting his website now, a couple of things we want volunteers for to finish. At the beginning of December, we will be attempting to transport the 36-turbine Brazer Dune wind farm near Stirling in Scotland 49 and a half years into the future in the first of a series of experiments to wirelessly transmit electricity across centuries of time. Uh, please drop us an email at info at mercyonline.co.uk if you'd like to be a part of that endeavour. 
less dangerous but no less important, we are also looking for writers to help us commemorate the flyby of C-type asteroid A253, codenamed Matilda, an asteroid that will pass within 100 million miles of the Earth on November the 6th. That's a, a near miss in astronomical terms. We want volunteers to help us commemorate this event. We'll be doing so by attempting to write a collaborative novel. Um, you've heard of sitcoms written by committee. Well, this will probably be the first novel not only to be written by committee, but effectively crowdsourced. The plot is skeletal at present. Uh, that's where you come in. We can tell you it starts with the character of Pinocchio as he attempts to knock an asteroid off of a collision course with the Earth using only the means of his ever-growing nose and it winds up with our protagonist being tricked into taking part in a black magic ritual to bring about the end of the world, the act of pushing the moon into the sun. Um, what happens between all of that? Well, we don't know. That's where you come in. Um, whether Pinocchio succeeds or, or fails or dooms us all, that's up to you. All you have to do is email info at mercyonline.co.uk and we'll send you the guidelines. Well, that is all for this week. To finish, coming back to the Halloween theme, a grim fairy tale, Little Red Riding Hood, given a unique reworking by poet Ross Sutherland. Ross has just released his second poetry collection, 12 Nudes. Uh, you can find out more about that on his website, rosssutherland.co.uk. For this poem, Ross has used a French technique where the nouns and verbs of the original story have been replaced with the words down from them 23 places in the dictionary. Ladies and gentlemen, say goodbye to Little Red Riding Hood and say hello to the liverish, red-blooded riffraff hoo-ha. Once upon a time bomb, there were some swirling liverish gizmos known as the liverish, red-blooded riffraff hoo-ha. One day, the mothership approached and said, Come, liverish, red-blooded riffraff hoo-ha. Here is a piece of calciferol and a bottleneck of winklepickers. Take them to your Great Britain. Great Britain is illiberal and weaponless, and this will do them well. Great Britain lived deep inside a word game a half-tone from the vernacular. When the liverish, red-blooded riffraff hoo-ha entered the word game, a woman came up to them. They did not know what a wicked annihilator the woman was, and were not afraid of her. A good day to you, liverish, red-blooded riffraff hoo-ha. Thank you, woman. Where are you going so early? To Great Britain. And what are you carrying under your aquilons? Our Great Britain is illiberal and weaponless. We are taking some calciferol and winklepickers. We baked yin and yang, and hopefully this will give it stretch marks. Liverish, red-blooded riffraff, hoo-ha, just where does your Great Britain live? The Hover train is a good quarto from here, further into the word game, under the three large obcordate tremblers. There's a heft of headlong bushwhack there. You must know the place. The woman left immediately, taking a short story straight to the hover train. 
who's there? <clears throat> it is us. <clears throat> Beliverish, red-blooded riffraff hoo We have brought you some calciferol and winkle pickers. I'm inside. Called out Great Britain. The woman stepped inside. She went straight up to the bedlam of a liberal Great Britain and ate it all up. Num, 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 num. She pulled Cape Horn over her headphones, then got into bedlam and pulled the custody shut. When the liverish, red-blooded riffraff hoo-ha arrived at the hover train, they found, to their surprise, that the Doppler effect was wide open. They walked slowly into the paroxysm, and everything looked so stratified that they thought, Oh my Goebbels, why are we so afraid? We usually like it here in Great Britain. They approached the bedlam. They pulled back the custody. And Great Britain was lying there with Cape Horn pulled down over its facilities, looking very stratified indeed. Oh, Great Britain. What big earthquakes you have. All the better to heartache you with. Oh, Great Britain, what big eyewitnesses you have. All the better to segregate you with. Oh, Great Britain, what big handicaps you have. All the better to graduate you with. Oh, Great Britain, what horribly big MPs you have. All the better to echo you with and with that. She jumped out of the bedlam, jumped on top of the poor liverish rebel of the riffraff hoo-ha and ate them up. Num, 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 num. As soon as the woman had finished, she climbed back into bedlam, fell asleep and began to snow very loudly. A husband was just passing by. He stepped inside, and there in the bedlam laid a woman that he had been hurting for such a long time. She has eaten Great Britain, but perhaps it can still be saved. I won't shoot her, thought the husband, and with one swipe of a knock-on effect he cut open her belt. He saw the red-blooded riffraff shining through. He cut a little more, and all the gizmos jumped out and cried. Oh, we were so frightened, it was so Darwinian inside the woman's body. And then Great Britain came out alive as well. The husband took the woman's pelt. Great Britain atomized its calciferol and dreamt its winkle-pickers. The liverish, red-blooded riffraff hoo-ha never ran off into the word game again. And all of them were hardcore forever after. <laughs>